Are you looking for a comprehensive and convenient online health fitness training platform? Look no further than Vikido Fitness Academy. With a variety of programs designed to meet your needs, this platform offers everything from weight loss and wellness group coaching programs to an emotional intelligence course. You'll learn what to eat in order to achieve optimal health and energy levels. You'll have access to exercise training, live coaching meetups with myself, Dr. Vicki Haywood Doe, and other instructors, as well as support and accountability throughout your journey. Whether you prefer to work out at home or at your favorite gym, Vikido Fitness Academy makes it easy to follow along with their programs. So get started on your journey to better health and fitness. Visit vikidofitness.com forward slash VDF Academy. The views and opinions expressed are for general informational purposes only. Consult with your physician or medical health care provider for medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment. Today, we are revisiting the Blue Zones lifestyle for longevity and sustainable health. The Blue Zones are places around the world that people consistently live over 100 years old. Dan Brutner, the CEO of Blue Zones LLC, along with other scientists, have studied over the years the evidence-based common denominators of these Blue Zones. We will discuss the nine specific characteristics and lifestyle that they have in common so that we can age gracefully as well. All this and more on It's All About Health and Fitness. Welcome to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks Bright. This program is brought to you by Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum. Now, here's your host, Vicki Doe and D. Banks Bright. I'm Dr. Vicki Haywood Doe, and with me is the one and only. Dr. Virginia D. Banks Bright, it's been forever. It has been forever. It's a whole new year. It's a whole new year. 2023, here we go. 2023 is here. Yes, indeed. We are ready. You ready? I'm ready. (laughs) I'm I'm ready for push out the old and bring in the new. Push out the old and bring in the new. That's what I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Yes, yes, yes. We are here today, and this is episode 246. You know what? I was looking at that, and I can't believe it. What year did we start? I was trying to tell one of my medical residents today. We started 2014, but before we launched it in in June with the website and all that, we started taping ahead of time in March, because remember, the big thing was Ebola then. Right. Mm -hmm. That's unbelievable. That's 2014. All right. <laughs> wow. You're moving strong, moving strong. We are. We are. Thanks to you, D, too. Doc. No, thanks to you. You put the, as as they say, you put the flag in the mountain. Oh, well, there you go. I never heard that term. Put the flag in the mountain. Um, okay. Well, yes, today is episode 246. And today we're going to revisit, you know, we talked about the blue zone 
Lifestyle. It was episode 63. It was all the way back then, D. Is episode- that right? Oh, wow. Yes, we talked about it. And the book- several years ago, then. That's been a while. That's been a while. Yeah, the, the lifestyle for longevity and sustainable health. That's what we're going to concentrate on today. The Blue Zone, how if we follow these um, lifestyle habits, how it can help us to have sustainable health and longevity. And so, yes, on episode, the past episode 63, we talked about the Blue Zones, which are the places where people, they live, consistently live over 100 years old. And in 2004, Dan Butner, he's the CEO now. He has a whole, I looked him up. He has a whole um, website. He got a whole program and following. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. Good for yeah. him. He's the CEO of Blue Zones LLC. And it was determined, he was determined to uncover specific aspects of, of um, lifestyle an environment that led to longevity. And so he teamed up with the National Geographic and National Institute of Aging and his team of demographers, we'll say scientists and anthropologists, and they were able to pinpoint the evidence-based common denominators for the blue zone. And then that's when they called it the power nine, but they found them in areas, the blue zone or these areas that has the highest percentage of centenarians the centenarians are we got some here your mom right she's a yeah yeah 105 wow we need to have her come i know right about what she does right we would talk the whole show though we wouldn't get anything in she would hold court for the whole hour and a half yeah (laughs) oh that's so great but anyway yeah so these are some of the places, Loma Linda, California, and I'm familiar because of Seven Day Venice. Right. Me too. I've been there. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. And then they have Costa Rica. What is that? Nicoya. Okay. Mm-hmm. Costa Rica. Then we know Sardinia in um, Italy. But what's Greece? Icaria. Okay. Yeah. And you know, our friend, Dr. Uh, talk to our friend, uh, Leon Vassilaris. He's from Vassal- very familiar with that area. Okay, he's from Greece. Yes. And then the Okinawa in Japan. Yes. So these are the areas. But this episode, we're going to focus on what Dan Brutner called the power nine. And these are nine evidence-based. These are evidence-based common um, denominators among the world's centenarians. They are believed to slow this aging process. If you follow some of these steps in these lifestyles. Now, research has shown that only about 20% of how long the average person lives is dictated by our genes, whereas the other 80% is dictated by our lifestyles. And that's why we always talk about here on the show, and Dr. D knows, we always talk about lifestyle, lifestyle habits, you know? And so we're going to discuss the Um, nine specific characteristics and lifestyle that the world's centenarians have in common. So that's going to be our show today. What do you say, Dee, to all of that? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, we talked about this, like, I didn't realize it was that long ago, but it's, it's a thing. You know, I have a friend that's in Okinawa now and you know, I was reaching out to her about, you know, are you all really eating? How are you? She says that the the eating habits that she brought, she, she lives in uh, Atlanta. Okay. And uh, the eating habits have completely changed since they've been there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
So they've gotten more bad habits. No, no, more good habits living in Okinawa. Yeah, because of the blue zone area. Yeah, more more healthy, healthy foods. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Because they live there now. Yeah, they live there now. He's in the military and she moved her and her two daughters there to stay for a year. Oh, well, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, that will be our show today. And folks, make sure, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. It's all about health and fitness, Vicky Doe Fitness, on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, and on any of the platforms that you listen to your podcast. When you subscribe, you will be notified first when we post a new show. You will be able to listen, learn, and experience our shows where we bring in other guests and talk about the things that are important for our health and our well-being and our community. And as you know, we do not just talk about our physical health, but we talk about things that we can do to preserve our mental health as well. And we believe, yes, we believe in total well-being, having a holistic approach to healthy living. And so make sure, folks, make sure you do not miss any of our shows and episodes and subscribe today. And last but not least, go on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and review of this show because that is how we grow and that's how we increase our listeners and we appreciate you. And as always, D, as always, what do we say? Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Well, D, like we said, it's a new year. I get excited about new years. I can Me too. start over, Me too. right? I'm glad that the new year is here. And I hope for all of you that you are meeting your new year's resolution, even though we know that uh, it's, it's in the middle of January. So you probably ain't. You, you haven't petered out already. <laughs> what you your might. ideas were on December the 31st. It's early, y'all. It's early. It's January the 18th. Get on up off that couch now and get it done. Get it done. That's it. it. And so I did a uh, what we call a workcation. Now I was enjoying myself. um, Oh, nice. Tell us where you went to Belize. You better believe it. You better believe it. Yes. I went to San Pedro. It's an island uh, in Belize. And we just had wonderful time wonderful people. Got a chance to wind down. My family, Natalie and Nate were with me, my honey sweet. And Nate, you know, we got a chance to see him, you know, because you guys are hyped up because you got to be right. in the hospital. You got to see patient. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Yeah. But we saw him. Ooh, oh, good. Relax. It was great. I did. When I saw him today, I asked him if he picked up any more expensive bottles of wine. <laughs> like he yeah. Did. Was that the I, one? With the, no, no. Remember when he was in in South Africa and, and <laughs> your brother was saying, what part of picking that up did you not understand? <laughs> what part of priceless do you not priceless, understand? Priceless, right. My, my brother, what's up? <laughs> But no, no, we didn't do any wine. We did a lot of chocolate. Now they have rum, but we didn't get a chance to go. That's back in the city where they do the the rum rum factory. Yes. But we decided to do the the chocolate this time. Okay, good. Good. Your pictures were great. Pictures and movies were fantastic. Yeah, we tried to do all that. 
you know, and one of my goals is when we have a healthy heart, healthy living that we have every other year, we have a destination where we can meet and do something like that. So that would be fun. Right. So that's why I, I, I love where we were because everything they had the spa the fitness thing, they had the beach, they had the um, personal trainer was training the people. They were out on the beach doing yoga. Yeah. yeah. And so that was one of the reasons why I really wanted to visit there. So I can, I can see us bringing Vicky Doe Fitness there for for an extended weekend and we invite people. That'll be great. Don't you think? Have some, have some talks and stuff, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it was great. It was a nice, a nice place to unwind. So I'm back and ready to go. Renewed and refreshed. Renewed and refreshed. Yes. And I saw that you went to New York. City. Yeah, I was in New York for the weekend. You know, New York is one of those kind of cities you got to get in and get out before yeah. you broke. Right. And um, <laughs> Friday night went in and saw hooked up with my uh, little sister, Rolanda Watts, who now is the She's the announcer for the Sherry Shepherd show, which just got renewed for two more years. Ah, that's nice. So she's the uh, voiceover announcer for that show. And she's doing some getting ready to do some stand up comedy. And, you know, she, last year she did a play on off Broadway. So okay. she's just really she's my homegirl from Winston-Salem. So we hung out with her and went to a really great French uh, restaurant Friday night. And then Saturday had the opportunity to see the great Wendell Pierce in Death of a Salesman. Okay. It was really, really good. And then on Sunday, had the experience of seeing Samuel L. Jackson in person. Yes. With Denzel's son, John David Washington, who really took over the show. I mean, piano lesson was all John David, John David Washington's show. And it was interesting. You met my friend Cynthia Robinson. Yes. In, yes. So Cynthia is friends with Latanya Richardson Samuels. Samuel L's uh, wife and who actually directed the production. And when Cynthia and her husband Olu went to see the performance, they went backstage to talk to Samuel L and Latanya. And Samuel L was saying that, you know, 25, 30 years ago when Piano Lesson first came out, he was playing the young Willie boy. Oh, wow. John David Washington was playing now and he was having to watch a younger version of himself. So that was really good. It was just uh very well directed well played you know acted and stuff so it was fun but you know like i said new york is one of those kind of cities you come in you have a little bit of fun you eat a little bit you walk a lot of walking which i love yes lots of walking lots of walking we think we probably did about five to six miles a day and then you got to get out because you got to get out with your pocketbook that's it because it will eat you up alive Whoa. Them prices, right? Oh, my goodness. Now, that's one thing I like about Belize. They're eating. It wasn't even though they had Belize dollars or whatever, you know, you were able to give them U.S. dollars and all that. And it was. They said it was two to one. Yeah, it's not bad. Their 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 whole stuff, you know, their prices were actually not bad at all. Good. Yeah. So they use American dollars. Yes. So you can give them American dollars as well. Yes. Yes. Yes, D, you had a great time. Oh, one last question about Belize. Was it safe? Because you hear a lot about these Caribbean, Central America countries and stuff like that. Any safety issues or concerns? No, it was pretty much safe. You know, you're not going to walk around in at of night. Of course. Right. right. But, but it was 
pretty much safe. We were in San Pedro. So yeah, it's pretty much safe. It's it's an island and uh-huh. we had no issues with nothing. Great. Now if you go to Belize City, they say um the city though you have to be a little bit careful, but that's yeah. that's like going anywhere else. It right? could be Youngstown. Uh yeah. With all that's happening here in the last few weeks. Yeah. There you go. So it was yeah, it, we didn't have any safety issues good. at all. It was great. Good, good. Yes, indeed. Well, D, what is going on this week? Everything. <laughs> Everything. Well, I just wanted to put in here the the Jamar. Had you were you in town still, or had you left town? We left town, but we were there looking at the game when he went down. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we, he yeah. went down and, you mm-hmm. know, he's improving, taking one baby step at a, at a time and actually more than a baby step because he showed up in the locker room this past week. And I really look at it as a medical miracle because he was in adult respiratory distress syndrome. He was pronated on the what we used to do to patients who had really bad COVID. He was intubated and then all of it just peeled back. You know, tube was taken out. He was taken off, you know, ventilator, woke up. And so he's doing much, much better. He um, had a deep something called commodia cordis, which is a syndrome where you get hit in the chest. And it has something to do with the electrical something of the heart. I'm not a cardiologist, but there's a window where the heart is having this electrical beat and a, a, a punch or something comes into the chest throws it off and now you go into ventricular fibrillation and that's what happened to him and then I guess cardiac arrest when he was on the field and fortunately he uh, had a great trainer who came out and started immediately started CPR and I guess they resuscitated him twice got him into the University of Cincinnati Medical Center and they did a yeoman's job and uh, he won't be playing this weekend but he'll be back Sunday to watch the you know, the Bengals play that Bills game again. So Sanjay Gupta yesterday did a a little series on how these uh, football teams are geared up towards uh, uh, identifying injuries and jumping on it. And he probably wouldn't have made it if it hadn't been for the astute yeah. trainer. Everybody's giving him credit for starting that CPR because you only have a narrow window to get that CPR started. Guess what? He was an athletic trainer. Yes, indeed. Because, you know, people don't give all the kudos to the athletic trainers, the exercise physiologists, all of those people that are on the side. They they work with these guys. But, yeah, he was an athletic trainer. So and kudos to him. Kudos to him. I can't remember where they were saying that he trained, but that was going out too, where, where he trained. Kudos to him, an athletic trainer and his training to to know the pick that stuff and start going quickly. No, immediately, not. immediately. That's it. Because That's he might not have, uh, might not have made it, you know, trying to identify somebody in cardiac arrest may take, you know, a seconds or so or whatever. You don't have that long um, to make those kind of decisions. So thank God he's back up and, and Adam, and you know, I guess the, the main thing is going to be what now will he come back and play? Will he no. be allowed to play? Yeah. and so forth so that'd be scary but it, i don't know if it'll be i don't know if i want to tackle somebody if so he'll be winning all the stuff if you run it there <laughs> him go Just, that's another way of looking at it right mm-hmm. yeah i would would you want to tackle him 
and be the one that causes to go into another cardiac arrest? I don't think so. No. Pass. <laughs> Pass. Yeah, because I'm sure because we, we heard him talk. I can't remember his name. The one that actually tackled him, he was feeling terrible. I didn't see that. It, it, I didn't see he did. So they they showed him on CNN or whatever and news, right? And he was so oh, he just felt so bad. So when um, he found out that Demar was um, doing great and had come, you know, he was just saying, "Oh my God, I'm so thankful." Yeah, because I didn't think about that. I said, "Oh my God," wouldn't you feel guilty as hell? You feel awful. You awful. feel awful. Yeah, yeah, you would. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so kudos to him. I'm glad that he's yeah, me too. Moving forward. Yeah, and, me too. Yeah. Me too. Well, you know, we got the what's his name? Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries. Yeah. yeah, the first African American minority leader. You know, I met him about has to be seven or eight years ago. Every now, well, no, I shouldn't say every now and then. When I was going with my sister and brother in law regularly to Martha's Vineyard, there would always be a party. With okay. a lot of the politicians, mainly with um, trying to think Jim Clyburn. Okay, yeah. I'll never yeah. forget mm -hmm. Jim Clyburn was there, and he introduced Hakeem Jeffries to everybody. And you know, we saw him just as a young brother, and he said, "You all need to keep your eye on him." Yes. So here we are. You know, of course, Clyburn is the kingmaker. Yes, and he so is. Here we are uh, seeing him as the first black lawmaker to lead a party in Congress. Yes, he's the first to lead a party addressing the, what, 118th Congress for the first time. Wow. Yep, yep. And I, I listened to his speech. It was very powerful. I missed it. It was very powerful. So go back and YouTube that. You would love that speech. I heard it was great. I, I will definitely go back and, and listen to that. So we making a difference, I will say. Yeah. You know, you're thinking about as you think, you know, whatever party you're in, you think about who going who's who are the up and coming people yes. coming behind. Yeah, the young he folk. reminds me of a young Barack Obama. Yes. yes. You know, who kind of came up through the ranks, came up yes. into the Senate, came up through the ranks, and then decided to run for president. Yeah, you know, Hakeem comes from a very interesting family. I can't remember. I think one of his brothers is a doctor or something like that. But he comes from a mm. a family that was very, that's very tied into education and you know yes. pushing their children and stuff like that. So you will have to keep our eye on him. Yes, and kudos to him. That was, that was really great to see. Yes, and they voted for him with not no issues at all. Yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. And all the Democratic yeah. folks voted uh, yeah. him in. So that's a good thing. Well, D, you always give us the latest. So what's yeah. the latest? So the latest is, you know, I've always tried to be a trusted messenger. And even though I'm a still proponent, big proponent of vaccines, because as I have said, COVID is no longer the disease that it used to be not by any stretch of the imagination. Mm -hmm. But just this past week, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, says that a preliminary COVID-19 vaccine safety signal has been identified and is investigating whether the bivalent, that's the most recent vaccine, mm -hmm. bivalent Pfizer BioNTech vaccine creates an increased risk of ischemic stroke in people 65 and older. Okay. In the Friday statement, the CDC 
said that the preliminary signal hasn't been identified with the bivalent Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. Following the availability and use of the updated bivalent vaccines, COVID CDC's vaccine safety is near real-time surveillance system met the statistical criteria to prompt additional investigation into whether there was a safety concern for ischemic stroke in people aged 65 and older who received the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine by Vela. And this is the way it's supposed to work. Because as I said to people the last couple of days, you know, when, when clinical trials are done, they're only done with 20, maybe 25,000 people. And that's really all you need for clearance for clinical trials for them to, for you to, to use okay. a drug or whatever. But then now it goes into millions and millions of people. Mm. And this is when these issues come up. And CDC has a site where you can go in and, and put any safety concerns or safety issues. And so it's working the way it's supposed to. So rapid response investigation of the signal in the VSD, which stands for Vaccine Safety Data Link, raised the question of whether people 65 and older who received the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID vaccine bivalent were more likely to have an ischemic stroke in the 21 days following vaccination compared with days 22 to 24 following vaccination. According to the CDC, an ischemic stroke occurs when blood clots or other particles block the blood vessels to the brain. In the statement, the CDC pointed out that a large study of updated bivalent vaccines from Pfizer using the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid database revealed no increased risk of ischemic stroke. The agency also said the vaccine adverse, adverse event reporting system managed by CDC and FDA has not seen an increase in reporting of ischemic stroke following the updated bivalent vaccine. But I think what this says to the public, you know, they're on top of things, they're doing their job. There seems to be a, a small blip in some people who are over the age of 65. Now, if you have a stroke, that's more than a small blip, but yeah. You know, compared to the millions of people who have gotten these vaccines. So they're doing what they're supposed to do. They're doing surveillance thing, you know, on top of it. So I'll just say that I'll keep everybody posted as okay. best I can, you know, when we get more information. Well, thank you, Dee. You are so welcome. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Vicki Haywood Doe. I just wanted to break in for a quick second and introduce to you the sponsor and creator of this show. It's the company I own, Haywood Doe Consulting Co., doing business as Vicky Doe Fitness. We are a health and wellness consulting company that specializes in designing and implementing medically integrated applied exercise physiology-based fitness wellness programs, initiatives, events, health promotion, and health education for special populations such as older folks, children, adolescents, overweight and obese individuals, cardiac rehab, women's health, and those who have chronic diseases. We have a team and network of healthcare professionals based out of Northeast Ohio, and we've worked with many companies, schools, churches, and organizations. If your goal is to transform your life by taking a holistic approach to living a life of health and total well-being, get in touch with us at info 
at vikidofitness.com. To find out more about our own site and online programs and services, go to vikidofitness.com. And now back to the show. Well, today we are revisiting the Blue Zone lifestyle for longevity and sustainable health. And on our past episode, number 63, we talked about the Blue Zones, which are places around the world that people consistently live over 100 years old. And so in 2004, Dan Brutner, he's the CEO of um, Blue Zones LLC, was determined to uncover the specific aspects of lifestyle and environment that led to longevity. And so we will focus on the consistent evidence-based lifestyle habits that uh, centenarians have that live in the blue zones, which is called power nine. But first, you know, let's look at these spaces or these places around the world where the longest have lived. And so, Dee, yeah. Yeah, let me just uh, kind of go over briefly these blue zone areas. First is Sardinia. And I like to talk about Sardinia because, you know, I love Italy. Yeah. And um, this is a place where the um, where the movie stars go. I know Denzel Washington usually takes his family down there and a lot of other people. So mm-hmm. it's located off the, co- off the coast of Italy. It's become home to the world's longest lived men. This community of shepherds walk five mountainous miles a day. This natural movement provides all the positive cardiovascular benefits you might expect and has a positive effect on muscle and bone metabolism without the point pounding running marathons. The classic diet is a plant-based diet consisting of whole grain bread, beans, mm-hmm. garden vegetables and fruits. Meat is reserved for Sundays and special occasions. They drink wine moderately. Can of Newall wine has two to three times the level of artery scrubbing flavonoids as other wines. Moderate wine consumption may help explain the lower levels of stress among men. Mm-hmm. Okinawa. We know Okinawa because that's a very famous army base that's been around for many, many years. It's home to the world's longest lived women. Mm-hmm. These South Pacific islands offer many secrets to longevity. The Okinawa tradition of forming a moai provides secure social networks. These safety nets lend financial and emotional support in times of need and give these members the stress shedding security of knowing there is always somebody there for them. Little kids at age five are put into these committed social networks. And one specific moai that Dan discovered have been together for 97 years. Isn't that crazy? The average age of them is 102. Mm. They meet every day to drink sake and gossip. If one of them doesn't show up, the other four put on their kimonos and walk over to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okinawans also attribute their longevity to the old Confucian mantra said before meals, Harahachibu, which reminds them to stop eating when 80% full so they don't overeat. They yeah. also hold a strong sense of purpose in the family. And one centenarian described the feeling of holding her great, great grandchild as jumping into heaven. Mm. Loma Linda. I've been to Loma Linda. I have friends yes. that live in um, Redlands, California, which is right next to Loma Linda. And as a matter of fact, one of my friends is an orthopedic surgeon there. This is a Seventh-day Adventist community. Yes. They take their diet directly from the Bible. They consume a vegan diet of leafy greens, nuts, and legumes. They recognize the Sabbath and downshift for 24 hours every week. 
Many of the Adventists are still very active in their 90s. Dr. Ellsworth Warham, who's 95, was told that a contractor wanted $6,000 to hold to build a privacy fence in his yard. Instead of paying the contractor, he decided to do it himself. Mm. Wow. Mm. After three days of work, he ended up in the hospital, but Ellsworth was not on the table. He was a surgeon performing open heart surgery. That crazy. <laughs> One of 20 surgeries performed that month. That's great. Similarly, Marge Jetta, age 105, woke up every morning at 5.30, reading her Bible, had breakfast of slow-cooked oatmeal, nuts, and dates with soy milk and a prune juice shooter. She would then ride her stationary bike for 30 minutes and get in her Cadillac and drive to her volunteer jobs for seven organizations. Wow. Wow, that's it. Yes. Nicoya, Costa Rica. Nicoyans spend just 15% of what America does on health care and are more than twice as likely than Americans to reach a healthy age of 90. Faith and family play a strong role in Nicoyan culture. So does Plan de Vida, or Reason to Live, which helps Nicoyan elders maintain a positive outlook and active lifestyle. Nicoyans eat little to no processed foods. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. But plenty of antioxidant tropical fruit. Yes. But they also have one unique secret, calcium and magnesium rich water, which wards off heart disease and promotes strong bones. Mm-hmm. Icaria, Icaria, people on this tiny Aegean island live eight years longer than Americans. They experience 20% less cancer, half the rate of heart disease, and almost no dementia. Icarians eat a variety of variation of Mediterranean diet with lots of fruits and vegetables. Oh, this is what you talk about all the time, Vicki. I know. All the time. No. Fruits, vegetables, and vegetables mm-hmm. whole grains, beans potatoes, and olive oil. Icarians also downshift with a mid-afternoon break. And that decreasing stress is a constant theme here too. You notice? Yes. Taking a nap, huh? Take a nap. Mm. People who take naps regularly have 35% lower chance of dying from heart disease. It may be napping, slower stress hormones, or rests, rests the heart. Mm-hmm. One Icarian in particularly, Stamantis Moratis, moved to America when he was 22 to pursue the American dream. He's a painter and immediately started having success. Bought a house, married, had three kids. And at the age of 66, he developed terminal lung cancer. Instead of dying in America, he moved back to Icaria and moved in with his parents. He started breathing air, drinking the wine, eating a Mediterranean diet. After a few months, planted a garden, not planning on ever getting to harvest the vegetables. 37 37 years later, later, he has a vineyard producing 200 liters of wine a year. His secret, he says, I forgot. I just forgot to die. There it is. Those are the areas. Those are your blue zone areas. There it is. You know, and like you said, the theme is plant-based eating moving, doing activities. We, we're we not talking about just going to the gym. They building fences. And right. <laughs> doing right. Building fences. Exactly. Yeah. Carrying, carrying sheep up and down the mountains. and Yes. Yes. And, yeah. and, and then at an older age, living life and enjoying. And so yeah. the medical part of this, and we're, we're getting all this from research article is a summary of the blue zone it talks about it and under this part it's talking about medical just a thing for us to remember and it says obesity and diabetes are running rapid 
in the United States, we know that. Currently, the culture is focused on adhering to different diets and exercise programs. It has been found that these are not sustainable changes within the first seven months of a diet. More than 90% of individuals will have given up. There is a similar decline when it comes to adherence to gym memberships. After just two years, the number of attendees will have dropped by 70%. Wow. It is clear, it is clear that there is no quick fix, but there must be small changes to the environment to see long lasting health changes. And that's what we talk about. If you notice, when I talk about Vicky Fitness stuff, and when we talk about health and fitness, we don't be saying now go to this and go get on this diet and go. No. No. We're talking about sustainable lifestyle eating, eating the Mediterranean diet, the DASH diet. These are actual healthy living plants, not the grapefruit diet. You know what I mean? <laughs> the cabbage soup diet. Yes, yes. So we, we, we heard of all the blue zone areas that Dr. D talked about and everything. And so now we're going to move on to power nine. And these are the habits that they found and sustainable habits that folks that live to a hundred and beyond are doing in these places, these blue zones. The first one, move naturally. Yes, we love that because it says here that the world's longest lived people, they do not pump iron, run marathons or join gyms. Instead, they live in environments. That's the key that constantly nudge them into moving into thinking about it, right? So they have to move and think about it. They have to grow gardens. They do not have the mechanical conveniences for, for how. So, you know, we have somebody that do our lawn. No, they, they out there doing their lawn, planting their flowers. They're working, they're doing that and yard work. And so, yeah, that's the key is to move naturally. Now, the second of our power nine, purpose. I love this one, purpose. The Okinawans, they called it, I can't say that, Igichi. I don't know, right? Yes, but it's a word meaning purpose. The Nikoyans, they call it what? Plan de Plan de vida. For both, it translates to why I wake up in the morning. It's purpose. It's why they wake up in the morning. Knowing your sense of purpose is worth up to seven years. Guess what? Seven years of extra life expectancy. Isn't that something? Just knowing your purpose while you're here on this earth. Number three, downshift. Even people in the blue zones experience stress, right? So the stress leads to, we, we always hear this, stress leads to chronic inflammation associated with every major age related disease. You will find stress, high cortisol levels and all of that. So what the world's longest lived people have that others do not are routines to shed their stress. So the Okinawans, they take a few minutes each day to remember their ancestors. At Venice, they pray. Icarians, they take a nap. And the Sardanians, they do happy hour. I think I like the laugh. Happy hour. Wow. (laughs) I can do the prayer too. But yeah. I can too. I could too. Taking a nap. These are things. If I had the time, I could do that. You, but you got to make the time to do it. It's not can I. It's now you take control of your life and you make time to take that nap. You make time to take that nap. Okay. Number four of our power nine, 80% rule. 
Harahachibu, yeah, Harahachibu, which the Okinawans say, 2,500-year-old Confucian uh, mantra said before meals. And it reminds them to stop eating when their stomachs are 80% full, right? So we got to slide that plate. No pile high and deep. I was just thinking no piling high and deep. No piling high and deep. That's it. So they stop eating when their stomachs are 80% full. The 20% gap between not being hungry and feeling full, full could be the difference between losing weight or gaining it. Isn't that something? Yeah. Wow. And so people in the blue zones eat their smallest meal in the late afternoon or early evening. And then they do not eat anymore the rest of the day. So Makes for sense. us... That would mean probably stopping eating about seven or eight. <laughs> 10 but we do, we do 10, 11, 12. 10 or 11, exactly, exactly. So if we, if it we should just, technically be probably around six o'clock to stop, right? Technically six, but at least seven or eight. I mean, really? Exactly. After, after eight o'clock, I don't know. Exactly. That's kind of late. It but is. yeah, these guys do not do that. They eat their smallest meal in the late afternoon, and then they do not eat for the rest of the day. Number five, plant slant beans, including flavor. They got the black beans, the soy beans, the lentils, or the corn. They have a lot of beans in Belize. Yes, a lot of good eating lentils. Yes, yes. Um, and 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 I was cooking. If you saw me. I was cooking spinach because we asked for them to bring this stuff and put it in the refrigerator. So I got the spinach and they were big leaves of spinach. Oh, wow. And I sauteed it and then we we had it, you know, over some of the stuff that we were eating. And I remember uh-huh. Natalie said, wow, these taste greeny. Then I kept tasting. I said, oh, my God, this tastes like the true spinach that I grew up down south, that taste that it has. And I was yeah. like, you know what? Fresh. I haven't tasted that taste forever. Wow. And I get fresh spinach up here. So it's like, yeah. well, what are we truly eating? It sure didn't taste like that. Nope. But nope. these guys went out and picked it off the farm. They had a. That's great. Had a so chicken. you don't have a lot of pesticides, a lot of you don't know what, what it is that is making it grow. A lot of that stuff, like you said, when we grew up in the South, our grandparents had farms and they there was none of that, all that chemical, whatever. You yeah. knew what you were eating. You knew right off the farm. Yeah. So they said for these guys, for folks that live to a hundred, the beans, lentils, that's a cornerstone. Meat, mostly pork though, is eating on average only five times per month. Mm. They don't, they just think of us eating, even though we got chicken and turkey and stuff, that's still a lot of meat we're eating. It is. They only ate average five times and per month. And remember, some of it is processed. Yes. That's a lot the, of that, you know, I was looking, I had a salad today and I was looking at the chicken and I just decided not to have it because I thought this is processed chicken. Yes. Yeah. It's not fresh chicken. No, it, it has a different taste. I'm it's telling processed you. meat with lots of sodium and stuff like that in it. Yes, indeed. And so they did serving sizes are three to four ounces, about the size of a deck of cards. Okay. Number six. I love number six. Wine at five. Mm-hmm. People in all blue zones, except, of course, at Venice, they don't drink, drink alcohol moderately and regularly. Moderate drinkers outlive non-drinkers. The trick is, though, to drink one to two glasses per day. And they have 
the Sardinia, they have the, what's that wine called? Cananua. Cananua wine. Okay. Uh-huh. So that's a specific wine that mm-hmm. they did one to two glasses per day. You do the drinking with your friends and or with food. And no, you cannot stay <laughs> up all week and have 14 You can't drinks. save up 14 drinks at the end of the week. Having a whole <laughs> bottle of wine, maybe two. Okay. Oh, Lord. That's not what that means. No. For our power nine, number no. six. Okay. Number seven, belong all but five of the 263 uh, centenarians interviewed belong to some faith-based community. Denomination does not seem to matter. Research shows that attending faith-based services four times per month will add to four to 14 years of life expectancy. I thought that was interesting. Number eight, loved ones first. Successful centenarians in the blue zones put their families first. This means keeping aging parents and grandparents nearby or in the home. It lowers disease and mortality rates of children in the home too. They commit to a life partner, which can add up to three years of life expectancy and invest in their children with time and love. They'll be more likely to care for aging parents when the time comes. And last but not least, number nine, right tribe. The world's longest living people choose or were born into social circles that supported healthy behaviors. The Okinawans, they created MOAS, and mm-hmm. these are groups, the MOAS, they created that. These are groups of five friends that committed to each other for life. Research from the Framingham, the studies shows that smoking, obesity, happiness, and even loneliness are contagious. Loneliness, contagious, obesity. So the social networks of long-lived people have fably shaped their health behavior. So we got to choose our friends. We got to have the right tribe. Yeah. You know, I like that idea of, you know, when they got together, they drank sake and gossiped and talked. But when somebody didn't show up, Mm -hmm. they went over and asked what was going on. Are you okay? Yeah. You know, that kind of sense of family, which we talk about. I think we talked about that several weeks ago in terms of mental health. Yeah. You know, checking on people, seeing how people people are doing, because that loneliness thing can be a trip. It can be a trip. So, yeah, so the right tribe is important. And these are the the power nine folks. You can go and look up, just go look up Blue Zone and you will see all of these listed there and so forth. But the Blue Zones, in summary, Blue Zones started as a way of discovering the healthiest lifestyles that lead to vitality and longevity. But now, 12 years after the start of this massive project, um, Blue Zones is a way to design the healthiest lifestyles possible for individuals and for entire communities. And so the goal for Blue Zones is to not only make the healthy choice, the easy choice, but also the unavoidable choice. That's why we love, we love to talk about the Blue Zone because, hey, all the things that we talk about and try to do ourselves are the the lifestyles, those healthy lifestyles. And it can be easier if we are in that environment that promotes that. So what do you say to that, Dee? I I think that's great. And, and, you know, there's the article that you 
we are looking at also goes to show, because I don't think we knew about that or they were talking about this however many years ago, six or seven years ago when we first talked about this, they're bringing blue zone diets into schools and into other cities in the United States that um, Mr. Dan Butner is, you know, expanding it with his LLC, which I think is good. They were talking about Fort Worth, Texas, Kauai, Hawaii, and in other 27 other cities across the United States, because we have a serious problem. I think he Mm -hmm. said that there was an occasion where, you know, they were looking at the BMIs of students in a classroom and they changed the diets in these schools. I think it was in Minnesota Mm -hmm. and there was an 11% drop in student body BMI. Yes. And the project convinced schools to adopt the policy. Then 25% of the community signed a personal pledge that they would take steps toward a healthy lifestyle. And about a year and a half, there was a 3.2 year bump in life expectancy. The community lost a combination, combined weight of 7,280 pounds and healthcare costs dropped by 40%. There you have it. That's it. I mean, you can't beat that, right? Yeah, it was in Albert Lee, Minnesota, a town of 9,000 people. In 2008, this happened. Wow. Yes, yes. And so that's it. It It's time. This is 2023. And so I say that we should go back, visit the Blue Zone. I think they do have a cookbook. I'm pretty sure. Oh, do they? Okay. I think they do. But we have to look it up. Like I said. Yeah. The guy, he has a whole website, a whole movement, and they, he, he wrote a book. And that's why we were talking about it um, before. Yeah. But now he has a whole community and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get these blue zone, power nine lifestyle habits for all of us to start practicing so that we can live. If we don't even live to 100, at least the years that we live. Exactly. We don't Healthy. have. Yeah, because I'm like what, what he said, it says, however, many individuals have the capacity. We have the capacity to make it well into the early 90s and largely without chronic disease. We have to do that by at least trying to follow these power nine, you know, steps. You know, Vicki, as a physician, we have the technology to keep people alive a lot longer. The problem is most people are their own worst enemies. Mm. And so we have the technology to give you a longer life. But Mm -hmm. if you're your own worst enemies and you're not compliant and don't adhere to those things that they tell you you're supposed to do to be able to live longer, Mm, what can you say? I know. Well, Dee, this was a good show. And so- It was excellent. Do you have some tips then? This is the end of our show. Well, yeah. So I, you know, I like the idea that we we revisited this, visited it again. And by that 2008 study, you know, it probably took them a while. That's probably why we didn't know about this when we were talking about this earlier. So you know, that was a good example of how this works. So the blue zones to reiterate, Sardinia, Okinawa, Loma Linda, Nicoya, Icaria, and then the power of nine to move mm. naturally, purpose, downshift, 80% rule, plant slant, 
one and five, belong, loved ones first and right tribe. And as I said to you, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about this over the years, it's all the things that you have continued to say about plant-based foods, minimizing your meat, vegetables, fruits, vegetables, exercise in moderation and all these kinds of things and minimizing stress. I think that was another recurrent theme in all these places. They figured out some kind of way in each one of these communities to minimize stress. So I just thought this was a good thing to do. And I think those of you out there can go and search out the books and start. This is like, this is a good, you know, this is a good topic to start off 2023, right? Yes, yes. yes. When we talk about lifestyle change, this is a perfect topic for people to now do your own research, go out, get the cookbook or, you know, bring it up on your, whatever you use for reading and start making some lifestyle changes. Make some lifestyle changes. And I always will say, for one of our programs, our Vikido Fitness Step-by-Step Weight Loss Boot Camp. You can go to vikidofitness.com forward slash boot camp. And we have incorporated, like D said, that's all we talk about, lifestyle changes. And so we incorporated this program. Um, it's an online weight loss program, but also we it's a wellness program too to get you into that groove of doing these things automatically where it's just, you know, you don't have to second nature, right? It's second nature. It's second nature. So go check that out folks. And yes, we are, that's our commitment this year. We're going to try to be living in the blue zone mind, right? Absolutely. And as always for more information, go to our website, vikidofitness.com. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, or just something to say, Tweet us, email us, go on Facebook and share with us your thoughts. You've been listening to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward-Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. Vicki Doe is owner of Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum, a place to discuss, learn, and participate in healthy living. You can get in touch with Vicki by email at info at vickidofitness.com. <laughs>